Hello and welcome to The Dirt, Quick and Dirty, in association with the Organic Gardening Catalogue. I'm Laura, editor of Grow Your Own magazine, and the rest of the editorial team will be joining me shortly. But before that, I thought we could take a look at some of the top jobs to do in your garden this week. So let's get started. If you're growing cordon tomatoes, it's a good idea to remove the side shoots as they start to develop. This is so that the plant puts its energies into the development of flower trusses, which will eventually be your fruits, rather than just making a bigger, bushier plant. As the temperature starts to rise, it's a crucial time for your container-grown plants, especially things like fruit crops, which will be starting to flower. Keep a close eye on pots and make sure the soil is evenly moist and doesn't dry out, but at the same time that your plants aren't sitting in water because they won't like that either. If you're looking for things to do with the whole family in the garden this week, why not try a scavenger hunt? Make a list of types of leaves, bugs, rocks, anything else you can think of and see who can find them all first. So there are a few ideas for this week and now let's catch up with the rest of the team. Hello Blake and hello Rose. What's been going on in your gardens this week? Hi, I'm actually sitting in my garden right now enjoying the blue skies and sunshine and surrounded by greenery. Oh, nice. Since we had that week of rain last week, everything's just exploding. Mm. It's kind of a reminder of all the things I need to do actually, like <laughs> jobs that I've got to get on with, but like thinning out things and um and i've bought these two raspberry plants from the supermarket on a whim the other day when i was doing my weekly shopping and nowhere to put them no space at all haven't got any pots so i need to think up something slightly outside the box to um where to place those but yeah it's looking really really good how are you doing rose yeah good i am I transplanted my seedlings yesterday, so that was my little job that I got done. Mm. They're looking good. It was a bit of a struggle um, to get hold of compost. I was a bit worried about that, but I did manage to get hold of some. So, um, yeah, I filled up my seed trays and I, I've sown so many, though. So I've got, I feel like I'm going to have to waste a few, which is a shame because you never want to waste your little seedlings. But yeah, hopefully they grow big and strong and then. I can put them into big pots or grow bags. So that's what I did. But yeah, going good, thanks. Talking about compost and not being able to get any there made me think that I've been thinking about that as well because I don't have much left. Yeah. And, um, it's you can. I'm going to go through and use up some old stuff that I've got in um, containers that isn't being used at the moment um, from last year. So yeah. rather than new stuff. But I think before I heard that it's good to tip it out and take a look like, um check through it to make sure that there aren't any like pests or anything like that fine weevils in there so I'm going to do that before I think it's also about sort of aerating it a little bit isn't it because if it's been in the pot for a year it might be quite compacted whereas if you give it a bit of a zhuzh about then Mm. good as new (laughs) 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 how's your fig tree Laura um fine it really prefers the, well, I suppose this goes without saying, it really prefers the sunny weather. Um, so I've been keeping an eagle eye on the fruitlets while it's been a bit chillier and a bit more rainy. But if they can just hang on there, I think we've got some more sun on the way. But um, yeah, it's doing well. Everything around it is going great guns. My tomatoes are in dire need of potting on. So I think that's going to be a project for this evening. 
which will be nice. I've got to do that as well. And also you um, talking about uh, pinching out the side shoots is another thing that's on my list. So I've got a few things um, to be getting on with, which is nice. Well, on that subject, I mean, I don't, I'm not sort (laughs) of, oh, this is going to make me sound like an awful gardener. Um, (laughs) Last year, (laughs) I did not do... Well, I started out with very good intentions with my pinching out of side shoots and I didn't stick to it, shall we say. And the plants were enormous and bushy and not hugely manageable. But I don't know if it's because we had such a such a hot sort of spell last year, but it's, they still actually fruited amazingly. But I, I guess that might have just been because the conditions were favourable. Yeah, I had exactly the same thing. I didn't get round to it last year either and um, still had some good results. So I think that's fine. But with being at home this year, there's not really any excuse for not getting it done. So I'm going to do it. Spending more time at home, so I may as well. Do you know what I'd quite like to try? What's that? There's apparently, if you pinch the side shoe out, but pull it off with a little bit of the the sort of stemmy bit that I mean that is not the word but we're just going to go with it <laughs> then apparently you can root them oh so what it, what is it like little runners do? almost sort of so it oh the bit that you plant. pinch out, pinch is the out bit you... yeah oh yeah give that a go That's, I yeah. want to know whether that works yeah it's a I guess it's like a propagation hack or something yeah we want to know might have been discovered something great there Nora I mean, I think I'm not lying. <laughs> May as well try. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, let's crack on with the stories for this week because I've got something. Um, this is a bit of a hard hitting one. So I'm going to flag that right now. And I thought I'd maybe dive straight in with mine because then we can do some more lighthearted stuff later on. But um, I really wanted to bring this story to the chat because it's I think it's something that's really important. It's a community initiative in London that's called seedlings for solace and it's essentially um a uni student that's got more time on her hands because of lockdown uni classes have obviously been cancelled mm-hmm. um and uh she's been growing seeds veg seeds like tomato and fennel and getting them to the stage of being a, a seedling that's strong enough to plant on and then selling them for the charity solace women's aid okay, um this is a london a london charity uh and they uh, do work around domestic violence, um, which is obviously a really, really important issue at the moment. I don't know whether you read this last month, but there was a stat from Refuge, which is another um, domestic violence charity, that said that their calls had gone up 700% in one day. Oh, my gosh. Um, God, so re- cases yeah. being reported are up because people are at home more. Um, yeah. So these charities do need support right now. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a really lovely story about um turning that negative into something a bit more positive and and just yeah um so how can people who live sort of in and around london how can people get involved um they can buy a seedling from hannah um and seedlings for solace i think she's got some friends helping her out now as well growing stuff and then my understanding is that they then hand deliver them to wherever you are in london um drop them off at your door um and you can grow them on from there and you donate five pounds towards the charity and they've actually raised over a thousand pounds already and that was um in this timeout article that i read was probably about a week and a bit ago so that might even be higher now 
So if you want to buy seedlings from them, go for go do it. If you're not in London, you could obviously still donate to this charity or perhaps find another local charity to you that you want to support. But um, I know that a lot of charities right now are struggling because they're not getting the income, the finances um, that they would usually be. And quite specifically on Solace Women's Aid, they're doing this hashtag stay safe at home campaign, mm-hmm. um, which is focusing on the needs of of right now what's happening um to do with the coronavirus lockdown and and specifically helping women that need to just get out of their house but also can't don't have anywhere to stay so they need somewhere to go so that it's quite nice I think when you know where your money's going sometimes you can just aimlessly donate to charities and you don't sort of see where that money's going but there's quite Mm. a specific outcome which um I think is important sometimes yeah absolutely and I think as well if anyone um in other parts of the country as well if um, anyone listening knows of any schemes like this or any charities running running things like this then do let us know because we'd love to hear about it and then we can always promote it on our socials and stuff as well so do let us know if you hear of anything. I did actually um I was reading the article that you the timeout one and the thing that Morgan says at the end of the article when she says that at the core of the project is the idea of using the time it takes for a seedling to cultivate, be delivered and then grow. Um, to use that time to think about the perilous situation that some women um, are facing in society. So I did think that, like you said, it's a, it's a great initiative. And if we can just mm-hmm. do as much as we can and just the fact of think something as simple as growing on and putting up a seedling can actually be doing so much more good than you might think so yeah thank you for my I'd forgotten about that but you're right that was quite a key part of it which is what linked the plants to the cause which was the, that yeah, like time growth, thing. Yeah. yeah and time and but kudos to Hannah for using her time in lockdown to do something good because I'm not gonna lie all I've managed is to binge eat snacks and binge watch Netflix so um <laughs> well, yeah, well done to her <laughs> speaking of Netflix I don't know if either of you have heard about a new competition program that's going to be launching on the 18th of May on Netflix called the big flower fight yes oh no I haven't <laughs> what I is have. this I'm so excited <laughs> it's going to be hosted by Natasha Dimitriou and Vic Reeves and basically there's going to be I think is it maybe eight episodes and throughout the series there are 10 pairs who will be creating floral displays well I say floral displays but out of either flowers or other natural materials um participants are particularly being encouraged to look at environmental stuff like plants for pollinators making insect friendly spaces and stuff like that um quite traditional to the this sort of format each week one of the teams will be eliminated and rose you will love this oh what will i love the winning pair wait for it (laughs) the the winning pair will be creating a floral sculpture that will go on display at Kew Gardens Kew Gardens my favorite (laughs) (laughs) oh my god don't get me started on Kew Gardens seriously if I if I had known that was the prize then I might have done um (laughs) I would have (laughs) Jump straight next series, Rose. There's always next series. Yeah, exactly. 
Oh, that's I've so got exciting. a reminder set for this program. It looks so good. Is um, it out now? It's like it's coming um, next week. So eighteenth yeah, of, of May, middle of May. Oh, okay. Eighteenth, yeah. yeah. Oh. And it just looks camp and colourful. The um, two hosts are amazing. Everything as I love. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think they'll be really I think they'll be really great. I think it looks drama filled yeah. as well, which I'm excited oh, for. Like a yeah, proper like, a little bake off of style thing going on. The Alaska in the bin sort of. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> in the trailer, like one of the massive sculptures like is tipping over. So oh, it's no. like, oh. someone's, <laughs> someone's getting in trouble there. Yeah. Oh, that so cool. I think that would be a great watch. Over over the next however many weeks. Good recommendation, yeah. Laura. We all need a new good yeah. TV show at the moment because I've been struggling. So that's making me very happy. Uh, I definitely need a new TV show because last night I started my fourth rewatch of Sherlock. So I think, <laughs> I, think I definitely <laughs> need to word by word by the fourth watch. <laughs> I mean, there's it so hasn't many been... good things on Netflix, Laura. <laughs> yeah. It hasn't been like back every day. There's something else. I mean, there has been big gaps of time between, but you know when there's so many good things and you can't choose a new thing, so you think, well, yeah, <clears throat> just watch Sherlock. Yeah. So if anything, thank you to the creators of The Big Flower Fight because <laughs> <laughs> you're giving me something. Saving you. <laughs> and we might even get some like inspiring ideas. Maybe we'll all come out of it creating our own sculptures from natural products. Who knows? <gasps> Yeah, Probably that's not, the challenge. But... When we're back in the office on our first day, we each have to take our sculpture in. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Can't wait. We'll get some weird looks from in our corner yeah. of the office. Um, I have another story for you as well, um, and it was an article that was written in the Washington Post by a very funny writer called. Tamar Haspel and uh, the title of the article is if you're trying to decide what food to grow yourself here are eight places to start however it has a bit of like a different spin on it so um, one of the first things that she actually says is that first time growers make the mistake of this is quite controversial but listening to experts mm-hmm. um and she yes because as you know the magazine is full of expert advice <laughs> however <laughs> um is i think she comes at it from quite a practical point of view because she says um experts can make things grow that you can't because they're experts so mm. i i get it if you're a first time grower you kind of almost want to speak to people who she describes herself as a terrible gardener. Now, I'm sure she's not a terrible <laughs> gardener. Um, but she says, speak to these people who who think that they're rubbish, but they've miraculously, miraculously managed to grow something. Um, and that shows that you can probably grow that as well. So, um, But she also makes the really good point for first-time growers. And she says that the key to successful gardening for people starting out are projects that have... Um, a high success rate and cost less than store-bought versions. So, which I makes sense because you want your garden to be as like productive as possible. Because mm-hmm. you know the feeling of when you're starting out and you sow something and it doesn't work, and you're like, "Oh well, I just can't do it, so I might as well give up." So you don't want that. And so she, but also again, like I bought berries the other day which is the first thing that she mentions I bought some blueberries from the shop and they were like three pounds for like a tiny yeah. punnet and I think I ate that in a snack and that was an expensive <laughs> snack so she, she says like just buy some 
grow some things like berries because you'll be saving money. Also perennial vegetables like asparagus, rhubarb, artichokes, because you like sow them and they keep coming back. So you're getting good returns from that. Um, herbs, because she also makes a good point that herbs never come in the quantity you want, which mm. is so true. Like you either have to buy a massive pot of basil or like the tiniest sprig of rosemary. So you either end up like wasting it or having to yeah. buy like three packets and then you just, it's so expensive. Um, also those ones from the shop just don't last any length of time. No. They're like when, even when they're in a pot, pot you know, yeah. they're just like quite often don't seem that good quality so whereas no. the ones that you grow at home obviously you can just keep coming back to so. yeah. yeah which is what she says you can just keep snipping stuff off because I agree I've had those pots and in like a couple of days they're all limp and rubbish and you're like that was like five pounds <laughs> so I was like not very good use of my money um and she also says leeks and garlic because they're quite easy to look after tomatoes she also talked about mushrooms and she says that mm. even though buying like the kit and logs and stuff is a bit of an expense at the start you can grow like some really fancy bougie mushrooms and you can which are so expensive <laughs> um, and you can make like really good risottos and stuff like that but she does actually because she talks about foraging for mushrooms as well and she says you must be careful because the upside of foraging for mushrooms is a tasty side dish and the downside is excruciating death. So be careful. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I mean, so, it's a um, risk. <laughs> it is. She says, make sure to forage with a seasoned forager, which and you know, only someone pick who what knows you know. what they're doing. Yes, don't pick something listen weird. Listen to terrible gardeners, but don't listen to terrible foragers. <laughs> yeah. <they're> not <laughs> yeah, exactly. But will save your life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, well, so that sounds really... That. I think it's definitely... I mean, for a start, does she want to come on the dirt? Because I think she would be a great guest. But yeah. also, so I think there's a lot to be said for that because you look at, say think of celebrity gardeners like Monty we all love Monty we all want to emulate Monty's garden yeah but when you're starting out you look at that and you think I'm never I mean it, obviously he puts everything across in a really accessible way but you still look at yeah. it and think there's no way that I mm. can achieve that whereas you see someone who's like yep well I just killed 17 of my plants <laughs> and now there's one still going so yay yeah. <laughs> but actually I don't sort of on that subject of an expert saying that as well I was reading um, a James Wong article the other day and he was actually saying that um, it's really like the biggest lesson you can learn is killing plants like he said he kills plants all the time when he's learning about them because mm -hmm then you learn and it's not something that you should be afraid of because you can try again yeah and I think like you said about Monty like it's not saying that you're never gonna be able to grow those things or achieve that thing but it's all part of a journey and like if you have it in your mind that one day I'm gonna grow I'm gonna have a garden like that like Monty's then you can do it like you can do whatever like you can dream it you can do it but it's all part of like a journey like starting off with something that is really really simple that it it's all and then you can go into the next step of trying something new so I, I felt like it was it was a really funny clever article so I recommend people reading it I actually um tried to grow mushrooms from one of those kits that you can get oh yeah um, I remember that where you grow them on from like yeah. coffee yeah and just it didn't 
nothing happened. Oh, no. But I've got another one of them sitting on my desk in the office and I can't get to it. Oh, but no. when I can, I'm going to give it another go because, you know, in the true spirit of things, if you mess up the first time, you just do it again. Yeah. So that's why I'm, I'm, I'm quite excited to do that because I eat a lot of mushrooms. So it feels like a fun thing to have a go at. Yeah, fun definitely. You're updated when I eventually am able to give that a go. But yeah, the first lot didn't go too well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like they're quite hard sort of things. Once you probably get the hang of it, it's probably quite easy. But maybe at first. I just remember you saying that it smelled really bad and that you had to put it in your <laughs> shed or something. Yeah, they were really, really smelly. And some people say that you should like keep you could keep it under your bed or something where it oh. they don't mind dark conditions but I'm like there is nothing I want to do less than have like, these stinking mushroom growing kit in my bedroom yeah. no no that is not ideal oh that's a really nice story actually I think that's a good um takeaway for this week and um, yeah don't yeah, give definitely. up keep going Just don't <laughs> keep going dodgy mushrooms and I think something that our grow your own magazine contributors and columnists do really well is that they um they bring their expertise but in a way that is quite accessible which is nice yeah like, you 100%. Know, everything you can come into it as a beginner or somebody that needs like you know more kind of expert tips and and they cover both sides so it's really nice also strangely enough I don't know if any of the grow your own readers have noticed this but the strange thing that happened in this issue is two of our contributors completely independently of each other referenced the Kardashians and <laughs> their growing guys oh, yeah. so. <laughs> how did this happen I don't understand like you'll have to get the magazine to find out what they say about the Kardashians yeah. in relation oh, yeah. to gardening but it involves squash, <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Don't spoil it, Rose. Oh, sorry. No, oh. you have to find out more. Yeah. That was good, um, though. I was shocked. <laughs> but speaking of um, the magazine, I suppose we should probably return our attentions to that for a while. But it's been lovely as ever to have a nice chat and same time next week. So until then... Have a good week. Yes. Yeah, you too. And until then, happy growing. Thanks again for listening to The Dirt in association with the Organic Gardening Catalogue. Whether you're an accomplished organic grower or just interested in learning about growing in a more natural way, the Organic Gardening Catalogue is for you. They're the one-stop shop for all things garden related. They've got a fantastic selection of seeds, plants, tools and more. Be inspired by growing organic, whether it be in a garden, an allotment or even on a city balcony. Visit organiccatalogue.com for more. And don't forget to subscribe to The Dirt for free to make sure you never miss an episode. We'd love it if you rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and don't forget to tell your allotment neighbours. We have some really exciting guests coming up and one of them could be you. Do you or someone you know have some great gardening advice, dirty gardening secrets or funny disasters on the plot? Email thedirt at growfruitandveg.co.uk to let us know. Plus, as a special treat for a monthly dose of trusted garden advice from the whole Grow Your Own team, we've got an exclusive offer just for the dirt listeners. Head to growfruitandveg.co.uk forward slash pod G, that's P-O-D-G, or call 0800-904-7000 and quote Pod G to get three issues of Grow Your Own magazine for just £6. And every issue comes with a selection of free seeds. Check the episode notes for details and terms.